Hey friend, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about how you can dethrone the inner critic by applying a lesson from the 10 lepers from Luke chapter 17. If you ever wrestle with an inner critic that tries to make you doubt yourself, this episode is for you. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day, with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, and empty nest mom of three. Also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hey friend, come on in. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode. The inner critic can be extremely destructive and can cause us to stay stuck for months or even years. My heart is that you will step into your God-given purpose and identity in the empty nest season. And if the inner critic is holding you back in any way, I want to help set you free. So today, let's talk about how you can take the power away from the inner critic voice by applying a lesson from the 10 lepers. It probably makes sense to begin by talking about what happened with the lepers. So Jesus had recently healed someone of leprosy, And the word had likely traveled all around the area with people telling the story of this miracle. The group of 10 lepers hoped for the chance to see Jesus and that they would receive healing from the horrific disease of leprosy. They could not go into the town or city to seek Jesus out because they had been banished due to their disease. And then there came Jesus. It was their chance And they began to cry out, asking Jesus to have mercy upon them. I picture that they hoped Jesus would call them to come closer and heal them as he had healed the other leper previously. But Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priest. Don't you think they probably felt confused by that? Maybe even disappointed. I mean, here was Jesus, and they had yearned to see him so that they might be healed. They likely heard about how he healed the other leper, so they probably wondered why Jesus sent them away with their disease still showing on their bodies. 
Can you relate to this idea of coming to Jesus, hoping for a clear and immediate outcome, and then not understanding why it didn't happen exactly that way? Maybe Jesus has given you an instruction that you don't fully understand. And if so, you can empathize with how those 10 lepers may have felt. So the lepers began to walk in the direction of the priest to show themselves to the priest as Jesus had instructed. In that time, if you had been exiled due to having leprosy, you had to show yourself to the priest and get his verification that you were cleansed from the leprosy so that you could be readmitted back into society. But the spots and the sores were not immediately gone from their bodies. Still, they did not stand around and wait for Jesus to take the spots away. They acted on his word. They started walking toward the location of the priest, as he had told them to do, before they saw evidence of their healing. Now, I don't know if they walked 10 steps before the spots disappeared, or if they walked 10 miles. I don't know. But if I put myself in their place, I can picture myself looking at my arms or my legs every couple of steps, trying to see if the disease was gone yet. And as they were walking, they were healed. The spots left their bodies and all the damage the leprosy had done to them was taken away. They had faith and they took action on their faith. Jesus rewarded that. You might be wondering what this has to do with self-doubt or your inner critic. I'm going to tell you. When you enter the empty nest season, it is a time of change. It might be a time of uncertainty or fear for you. And as you begin to pray for God's direction, you start considering what to do next. If you seek God, he will come closer to you and he will give you instruction about your next step. His instruction might come as a bold and clear command, or it might be more of a gentle whisper or a nudge. And right then, right as you're getting instruction from God, the inner critic comes in and tries to hold you back. The inner critic tells you that you're not equipped to take that next step, or that you will fail, or that you need to wait. Maybe the inner critic gets you confused and wondering whether you heard God correctly. It's all designed to keep you from stepping into the next level that God has for you. So what do you do? You take a lesson from the 10 lepers, and you take a step in faith. And then another step, and another. You start walking toward what Jesus told you to do, even if you do not yet see the evidence of the reward. God is making the way, and he wants you to take action from a place of faith. He rewards faith time and time again. And if you do that, just like the lepers, you will at some point realize you have been delivered. You've been set free. It begins with your faith and the action you take based on the faith. Your inner critic would not come against you if you were not on the brink of something. Really think about that, sis. You are on the brink of a breakthrough to the next level. So of course the inner critic will speak out. Of course the enemy will try to derail you. But you get to choose how much power you will assign to the inner critic and the voice of the enemy. You get to decide. One of the most powerful ways you can resist the inner critic's attempts to hold you back is to surround yourself with positive, supportive people. You can do that in your church 
through a carefully selected circle of friends, and through online community. If you're not yet part of the Christian Empty Nest Moms Facebook community, I invite you to join us there. It's a free online support community specifically for Empty Nest Moms of Christian Faith. To join us, go over to emptynest.community, and that takes you to the group. I hope to see you there. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.